0: Heart, can make a heart open I might only have one match but I can make an explosion. Welcome to Crushing Forty with your host Kimberly Love, focusing on women, dating, relationships, empowerment, and more only on Impact Radio USA. And Impact Radio USA. I'm your host, Kimberly Love, author of You Taste Like Whiskey and Sunshine. On the show today, we have Alexandra Holovitz, and she is a tantric sex coach and hypnotherapist. She works with high-achieving men in their 40s, helping them to stop self-sabotage and stepping into their true power. So welcome to the show, Alexandra. Thank you so much. Lovely to be here. I absolutely love these topics. I love what you do, and to be honest, I don't think we talk enough about um, sex and how being true to your own sexuality can actually benefit you in not only a relationship, but business and basically everything that you do in life. So I love this topic.
1: Absolutely, agree. And if you think about it, when we were young, right, like growing up, it was uh, probably something so natural until it wasn't
0: right so yes absolutely absolutely now we love to talk about journey stories when we first start off the show um can you tell us a little bit about who you were before you decided to get into this work and what made you decide that this was the passion for you
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my journey will go back also a lot of conditioning. I'm originally Hungarian. You might hear it with the accent. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> so I grew up here, and here is still very traditional. So my parents want me to go for finance school. So I did uh, because they, you know, they they thought, oh, there is no other pathway. So. To short, um, I was actually doing uh, finance, economics until uh, early 30s. And then I was kind of feeling like, okay, I'm pretty successful, but I'm um, doing this corporate job, but it's not fulfilling for me. It's something really missing. And then I decided, okay, I'm just going to pack up my whole life and quit for the job and go to Southeast Asia. So everybody <laughs> thought I went totally crazy. <laughs> They are like, oh, my God, you had your life in London. I was living in London, having this, you know, high-flying corporate job, and everything was super, and they were like... They thought you
0: were having a nervous breakdown.
1: Yes, yes, midlife crisis at early 30s.
0: (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm just going to
1: quit and take my backpack and just go into complete self-exploration, and... I did. So I traveled one year and then, um, I actually met a lot of people in Thailand and in Bali who were doing sexual like sex coaching, uh, sexual body work and all kinds of intimacy coaching and stuff. And that was really eye opening for me, like, oh, my God, like there is there is a different path. There is a different way of living. And I really love the lifestyle of the freedom, being an entrepreneur and actually doing something that is for the greater good. So I felt like, wow, this kind of job is giving so much value. And also for myself, actually, before I went to this path, I always felt like, yeah, I'm kind of open minded, but I had a lot of um, insecurities and also a little bit of a judgment when it came to like self-pleasure. So that's also one of the reasons why late after that, I went into the path, like really passionately to do self-pleasure uh, rituals for people to teach them. Because even for my early 20s, like I never masturbated. So which is really weird. But <laughs> I actually just thought always like you have to do it with someone. So basically after my trip, I went back to London and I did a psychosexuality um, coaching for a year. And then I could see really like, wow, I'm so passionate about this. All my friends, they came to me for advice. And then I was like, yeah, you have to do this and that. And and then suddenly one of my coach friends asked me, like, why don't you do this for a living? And I was like, what? Really? You think so? (laughs) So I actually like all... I wouldn't say by chance, but, you know, I think it was always my passion. And then through also uh, transforming my own journey into like coming through the insecurities, coming through the double standards of being a woman, what is allowed, how I should behave and how I can liberate myself sexually. So all that came through that pathway. And then after I just uh, slowly accepted. And when three years ago I attended my first Tantra retreat, then actually I think that that was the, the cherry on the top, like really given the opportunity to connect, not only the mind, like the knowledge, but really to embody all of the truth, like, and put it together. So I would really, encourage everyone to to go in deeper like because it's one thing to understand something like i know that i'm suffering from this or i know that i have this sexual difficulty so that's really great i think that's the first thing to be aware like in the mind like mm-hmm. consciously but then that's a whole new level when you start embodying that and I like to say a short story. So when I went for this first tantric retreat, there were 50 other people in the same room. And wow. then on day five, <laughs> the instructor told us, "Okay, so great. So we're going to learn tantric masturbation." And I looked around, oh and then I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> in uh, 50 other people, and I never really <laughs> masturbated, and I was like what no way <laughs> so obviously like i then i realized oh my god like i have a lot of shame a lot of guilt a lot of you know uh, unsuppressed uh, or suppressed uh, emotion actually that i was not even aware so that was a great uh, journey as well to explore
0: absolutely and i mean i think unfortunately like that shame happens for everybody at a young age, and then you go into adulthood, and you're, you almost have to, like, um, it's almost like a rebirth, right, of yourself? Mm. Absolutely. Do you, do you find that with a lot of the people that you work with, that uh, th- th- this is something that they have to overcome?
1: Absolutely. I think also that the way that we've been brought up and it's not saying that, uh, but if you think about it, what kind of uh, sexual education did you ever get? I mean, maybe use condom not to get pregnant. Right. Mm -hmm. But nothing really like uh, going deeper into like how to make love, how to enjoy sex, how to have pleasure, how to touch your body, how you can actually feel your body. Because if you think about it, like this society as well, like we are so detached from our body, but it's like the body really knows what we should do. So I oftentimes work with people as well that they may be high achieving, but they are not improved in their sexuality. And that's also why in forties, they really realized like, oh my God, there could be more to sex than what I think. And because especially with men as well, like they are very goal orientated. They would have sex for the sake of ejaculation, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even like going into like, what do I feel? Like, how do I show up? How am I present with my body? What is happening? Not even talking about like uh, being present with the partner. So we do a lot of conditioning. So as you asked with the shame, like absolutely. If you've been brought up in, a let's say, like a traditional uh, household where maybe not you haven't seen your parents naked or it was not even you know open to talk about any kind of sexuality. So that's already like a huge one. Or if you grew up with religion, there could be also a lot of uh, shaming around sex. Or maybe even you explored sex in an early age, but there was nobody to talk about it. So you had maybe like a trauma around your first sexual experience, or you just never really got to understand like, okay, sexuality, it could be a deeper, the way I like to teach my clients is actually like sexuality, like sacred sexuality is really the gateway to raise your consciousness. Because you are starting to be caring for your body, you start to listen your intuition, you start playing with how the pleasure, how the energy works in your body. So it's so much deeper than actually just having sex.
0: Absolutely, I love that. Now, do you just work with men or you work with men and women?
1: Yeah, I work with both.
0: So when you say that you're you're out there to um, create tantric warriors, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, so that's basically just to that the the man is uh, learning to be present. So, in the way that they are activating their own sexual energy, so they are able to work with their own arousal, work with the ejaculation, work with the masturbation. So my main um, goal to really teach, because also for me was very eye-opening, the tantric uh, masturbation. So I have a program for men to go through, which is the mindful masturbation, which is like uh, basically working with the tantric principles like breath, sound, movement, sound, and energetic work. And a lot of the times also for men, like it needs to be, the conditioning from the mindset aspect so if you think about it but it's also applied for women that most women they use a sex toy and most men use like outside material like a porn or something to get right. aroused right so in tantra we want to, you to be able to connect with your own self so basically be able to arouse yourself because the more you can connect with your own pleasure or what feels good, a lot of the times when I first start working with someone, I ask, okay, so what what feels good for you? How would you like to be touched, or what's you know make your body feel awakened, or what's arousing you? And they're like. I don't know. Or maybe there is also like you can ask now for three minutes, anything like any kind of touch, any way that you want to be touched from your partner. Three minutes. Oh, my God. Like that's so long. So there is also like a permission slip to to give to people a lot of the times that it's okay to receive because I think. Right. Everybody being conditioned so deeply, like I need to make my partner feel good. I need to be something. Or for example, if you talk about women, they have this, like, I have to be a good girl and the guys, I need to be a provider. So there's always like this big clash, like, okay, so what will happen if you take off this mask and just to be like, okay, I'm here, I'm showing up. And in that sense, like I'm a warrior. So I'm here completely mind, body, spirit. And I'm ready to harness this sexual energy, and being able to control my arousal in the sense that I'm able to give pleasure without wanting to detach. Because a lot of the times that if uh, you ask a guy, so why do you, why would you want to have the sex to finish? Because you're chasing for uh, one second orgasm. When you learn tantric uh, orgasms. You can have orgasm for 10 minutes, one hour, or whatever hours you want. So why would you want to finish after you know you have an ejaculation and you have two, three seconds of uh, okay, it was great, and now
0: you're tired
1: there is the joke as well you know that when a woman gets started after 40 minutes the guy already done and turning to the other side right right (laughs) absolutely so with tantra you can actually start working together in this polarity that you are staying with the breath you are connecting with the touch you are there with the sound and sound also something that a lot of people being been shamed not to use their voice, not to be able to moan or crown or roar or, you know, doing some kind of uh, work. So when I start working with someone, like, I generally encourage them, OK, so now we are playing with the game. OK, I want you to make some kind of uh, animal noise to tempt me. And they're like, what? This is crazy. <laughs> but this is very essential because a lot of people being been told, not to use their voice or be quiet or you know just hold it because for guys it's uh, assumed that you are too aggressive for women too needy so you know there is a lot of things that needs to be deconditioned and the way i also explain generally my clients that is sexuality is only a playground where everything come out but actually, like deeper down, it's a personal development uh, issue. A lot of the times that you are not aware of what you really want, what brings you joy, what brings you pleasure, what what is your body capable, right? So we need right. to strip down back deeper rather than okay, I can't orgasm or I orgasming too fast. That's only the result. But deeper down, there is a root cause that's causing this. Maybe you feel not good enough. Maybe you feel you are not lovable. Maybe you feel like you cannot get connection with the other person because also a lot of uh, men, for example, but I think also for women applies, they are afraid of intimacy because they would feel like, oh my God, it's too much vulnerability for me. I cannot be with this person so deeply. So that's also something that... uh, good to look into
0: absolutely so you believe that connecting to your sexuality is a form of self-love
1: absolutely i think that's the best self-love you can give to yourself because also with this self-pleasure right like it doesn't mean always is pleasurable because maybe there is like a really heavy emotion uh, stuck in your body and maybe you go into a self-pleasure, but you start crying, you start releasing, there is some emotion coming up, there is some, you know like, "Oh my God, I beating myself up?" or I feel shameful or I'm doing this, but am I crazy?" or you know So there could be a lot of stuff before you need to be reaching pleasure needs to be clear. That's why also I really love to give also my client to to go on a trip, like start maybe small, like start seven days, just sit on a mat and just explore your body, start connecting. What kind of thoughts coming up for you? Like, why do I do this? Am I lonely with this? There is no partner. Why do I bother? Like, you know, what's happening there? Can you be with yourself? for seven consecutive days, like every day for 30 minutes at least, and really showing up for lovingly, as you said, like as a self-love ritual, can you show up and be there for yourself to hold yourself? Because oftentimes if you talk for women, they are expecting the partner to make them happy. But how can somebody Mm -hmm. make you happy if you don't know what is good for you, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when we talk about sexual liberation uh, as a woman, is that becoming comfortable with yourself and sex?
1: Yes, and also to accepting the parts that you are denying. So as I like to to see it, like for a long time, for 100 years, women being suppressed, right? There is even, there is a joke that before, you know, the hysteria movie that having an orgasm is being hysterical. So it's actually like uh, accepting that you are born with the gift and that's the sexual energy. And you are here to cultivate that energy because actually what is sexual energy? The way that I like to explain to my clients is that sexual energy is a life force energy. It's a creative energy. It's within you. Maybe you don't know it, but you can use it not only for sex, but you can use it for creation, you can use it for um, business opportunity, you can use it for connection, collaboration. So you can use it for a lot of different things and also to heal your body, right? So it's very important to, to start playing with this, like, what is what? Because when you see in dictionary, right, like they say, sexuality, it's the reproduction.
0: Is it mm-hmm. really that's all about? No. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's oh, so true. And I mean, uh, essentially, like you said, when we're growing up and we're in sex ed class, you're you're basically just getting the mechanics of it. Like nobody mm-hmm. really talks about your emotions or your feelings or anything like that in connection to sex it's always just these are the do's and the don'ts and this is how your body works and that's the end of it
1: Yes, and uh, with the liberation also, I think for women, it's a harder thing, right? Because it's been so much uh, repression and we are Mm -hmm. holding even our mother and grandmother imprint, right? So our womb is very powerful. So if you want to start, you can just start. uh, There is a very beautiful practice in Taoism that an ovarian breeding. It's just basically like connecting with your ovaries, putting your hands on your ovaries and just breathing deeply in and sending love towards your ovaries. So that, for example, it's cultivates a lot of self-love, it's cultivates a lot of uh, body wisdom, and it might also uh, start clearing up some uh, ancestor um, issues or maybe worthiness or, as you ask, like the liberation part. Because before as well, that there was a lot of rep- depression and maybe you learned from your mother your grandmother that sex is not okay or sex is a sinful thing or don't touch yourself or don't behave like this and there is also for a long time there was like a double standard right like if you're born as a guy like or a man okay yeah you can have sex freely that's absolutely Mm -hmm. fine tap on the shoulder great job but if you do it as a woman they will classify you as like horse or something. And Mm -hmm. basically like, you know, you have a lot of this from the media, from the people, from society. And that's also one thing I think when women start to accept, look, doesn't matter my gender, I'm a sexual being. What do I desire? What do I want? Do I want to stay in monogamy? Do I want to go out? Do I want to, so what do I really want? And I think that's the first step always to be really honest with yourself. Like, okay, how do I want to explore pleasure? What's bring me pleasure? Can I feel pleasure in one relation? Can I feel pleasure, solo pleasuring? Can I feel so all the time, just asking yourself and your body, like, okay, my body, like, what do you want to explore? What do you want to, and just do be always curious, you know, like to, because, I like to say this as an example, like when we are a child, right? Like sex was natural. We're born as sexual beings. Maybe you even remember you had stories when you played like doctor nurse in the (laughs) kindergarten. Right? So that was something. Right. Every child is born like sexual. But along somewhere, something happens when we learn sex is not okay. So then... It's become this gap like, oh my God, I desiring this, but this is not right. And that's causing the gap within the liberation. So that's also what I like to work with people to help them to actually close. Like, is it really something that you truly desire and maybe you're not accepting or allowing for yourself? Or is it something that you maybe learned or heard somewhere that you should behave in certain ways? So I think that's also something that's always good to check with yourself.
0: Like, you know, is it
1: really true for you or you just picked it up somewhere?
0: Absolutely. Oh, that's so true. Now, you were speaking about breathing earlier, Mm -hmm. um, and you talk about breathing yourself orgasmic. What does that mean?
1: Yeah. So that's like a very beautiful practice. Um, So orgasms happen in the brain. As much as it's uh, shocking, but uh, <laughs> so hmm. it's actually uh, all of the rest in the body, it's uh, a response, right? Like it's a muscle tension or you can ejaculate or you can explore or clitoral. So. If we are thinking like breathing yourself orgasmic, it can be that through breath, you oxygenate the body. So that's already giving you like a little bit of a buzz. And after you start imagining that oxygen is filling your body up, and if you are doing the visualization with the gentle touch and also the breathing, it can bring you up to heightened uh, consciousness and also to extend the receiving level. So for women, actually, it's much easier. For guys, it takes a little bit more time to practice, but this is the way to the orgasmic breathing to actually reach full body orgasm. And the full body orgasm is uh, very beautiful. It's a much different experience because most people currently they experiencing like a quick sneeze kind of orgasm, which mm-hmm. is like a peak orgasm, right? So for guys when they ejaculate, this orgasm happen, and for women when they do clitoral um, orgasm, it happen. But what you can do then, you can just start like getting away from this um, attachment that there is an end goal to the sexuality. And you can just start playing with your sensuality. So like making the space very beautiful, maybe using a pillow, which is very soft, um, making some sense and putting some beautiful music. So like really getting involved, like all of the five senses. And then after start exploring like, okay, how do I feel that if I deeply breathe in? so like deep belly breathing, what does in my body start feeling? Do I feel something? Because even the beginning, you might be so uh, detached, like desensitized from the body, that it might be, you're not feeling anything, but that's also okay. So that's also like um, a practice of like being present, being there for yourself and just imagining like, okay, um, you can start if it's really not happening anything, which rarely, but sometimes, then you can start maybe to play with the idea that the last time when you had a sexual encounter, you know how was it, and just having a bit of fantasy to help you go. But actually, everything happens really in the in the brain.
0: Wow. No, I didn't realize that. I mean, you know, when you think about orgasms and stuff like that, you uh, you know, it, it's the belief that, you know, it's because you're touching or feeling a certain mm-hmm. thing, right? Hmm. Yeah.
1: Actually, like, um, you know, I do hypnotherapy as well. And uh, I do also uh, a hand-free orgasm for women. So that's one of the things that because oftentimes I get women to to come and they say, oh, my God, you know, after maybe giving birth, like I don't have so much sensation and I really want to explore like different kind of orgasm. And I first I think is always to educate yourself. So as a woman, you can have a different kind of orgasm. Okay, so all of them, they're very different. And um, with also giving yourself the permission to go fully into the experience. And it's kind of like surrendering and uh, allowing yourself to have a different experience. And I think why sometimes it's not happen for people because they are so attached to their normal routine that the robot way, like, I know it's seven o'clock, I do this way, and this is going to happen. <laughs> so that also very good, even with Tantra or with hypnotherapy, to start rewiring your brain in a different sensation, different way, different pathway, like, oh, that's also possible that maybe I give you, you know, trigger words, or maybe I play with the the sensation or telling you that you've been tied up to the chair or you've been teased by lace, or that. And because that also triggers something like a memory or something within you. So that's also start to to feel like, oh, my God, like I'm getting aroused, like what's happening here?
0: <laughs> wow, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so how do how would listeners be able to work with you? How can they find you?
1: Yeah, so they can find me on uh, Alexandra Guru. I have an Instagram or also my uh, page, the website.
0: Absolutely. Now, as we come to a close here, do you have any famous last words, anything to leave with the listeners to think about today?
1: Yeah, so I think just to be open and curious and really go for the self-pleasure part. Because I think, as Kim said, also, like, that's also one of the sentences I really love, like, uh, self-pleasure is the deepest self-love form that you can ever give. So I think that's something that's to go for it and shamelessly.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Uh, thank you so much, alexandra for being on the show today. It was definitely an eye opening conversation, and it's definitely something I could just talk about all day. So, thank you so much for being such a great guest.
1: Thank you so much. I loved it so much.
0: All right. Thank you. And I just want to thank my listeners for always tuning in. You guys are loyal and you always send in great comments. So, please keep doing that. And thank you and have a wonderful day. Make a heart open. Make an explosion. You've been listening to Crushing 40 with Kimberly Love. Join us next week right here for Crushing 40 on Impact Radio USA. And